0: This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSradio.com. Rutherford County's place the talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on
1: news radio, WGNS is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamm and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Panzel and My Team Insurance, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.
2: Let's get it started in here.
0: We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Welcome into Allsmore's Talk, and I'm so glad that my friend
3: Jeff Jordan has decided to rejoin the program. And I'm laughing because he's having a real tough time with his chair. Jeff, things have not changed that much since you've been back. The chair
2: has won. (laughs) It's chair six, Jeff zero. (laughs) Head dumb thing. I uh, (laughs) I
0: still don't have it right.
3: Trying to carry on a conversation with this man. He's a moving target. Jeff, there's a lot to talk about in sports if you just light. No,
0: not.
3: <laughs> uh Tonight, the NCAA college men's final after a tremendous women's final last night. At Stanford after, gosh, ah, it's been, I can't remember the number of years. It's been a bunch. About 30. Since Stanford. They, they, they won it, but uh, they hadn't gone completely away. Great game. And uh, Arizona kind of came out of the woodwork, didn't they, Jeff? Yeah, it's the first time they would ever been there. Yeah. And uh, tonight, the final, Baylor and Gonzaga. Of course, the, the Baylor game went maybe a, not as scripted. I don't, I'm not sure I expected it to be quite that one-sided. It was one-sided after, what, 10 minutes? They pretty much – and, and never, never, Houston never got back in the game. I was really surprised. UCLA, every game they played, I'm surprised. But I really was surprised that they hung with Gonzaga the way they did. And the uh, talking heads, Jeff, before that game had said – UCLA cannot go out and play the deliberate try to keep the game in the 50s, 60s like they've done against other teams. They'll have to score at least 75 to beat Gonzaga. And they came out and did it. And uh, all but a prayer they may be playing tonight. Yeah, yeah, all, all of that is correct.
2: Um, I, was, I was extremely impressed with both teams. I, I really was. And as I said last night at dinner with some friends and, it's a shame that it happened in the way the way it happened, but when you get beat by a 45 footer at the horn and it's in the air and you can see the light go off on the backboard as it's coming down, when that beats you, I don't know if you. I guess you've lost. All right, you lost. But my <laughs> heavens,
3: <laughs> that was that was really a thrilling game. Well, you know. at some point in time, they'll be able to. Take some solace in the the moral victory, if that's the word you use. Uh, highly respected, Jeff. No one's come out of the uh, first four. I mean, it's a playing game. UCLA had right. Right. They, they weren't really. If the field was a sixty-four, they wouldn't have been in it. Right. And they, win, they went went the deepest that any team from that angle has is gone. And uh, they've played, I think, three overtime games in that whole process, including the one on Saturday. That's correct. And he said something else that that he had the guts to do. The coach,
2: and I don't know any of the coaches at all, uh, but the, the UCLA coach. Mick Cronin. Okay. He, he had the point guard that has um, – this really doesn't make him different from a lot of other people. But anyway, he was the point guard. He was the kid with the horrible haircut. <laughs> horrible. I don't know if he knows how bad he looks, but anyway. Oh, he, he likes it, yeah. Well, I guess he does. Well, and he can certainly play. And he was the point guard, and he ran the show. matter of fact, he's the one that got the basket that would have won it. Sure. Had the 45-footer bounced away instead of going in for Gonzaga. But anyway, to begin the overtime period, the coach changed his point guard. And the point guard ran the baseline and on two or three times down the floor, never touched the ball. But he still scored. The UCLA still scored? Yeah, yeah. And I thought, my gosh, that guy's got guts to <laughs> change his offense in an overtime in the national championship game. But he did, and it almost paid off for him.
3: Well, that uh, Baylor and uh, Gonzaga, I don't know if it live, can't live up to Saturday's game, can it? No, probably not. Last time someone went in undefeated, very, very, I remember very yeah. well, Indiana University in 1976. I grew up in Indiana. I've never been an IU fan, never been an IU hater, but Bobby Knight was never one of my real favorite coaches. I just think he's a bit more of a bully than I was interested in. in uh. But the guy can flat-out coach, there's no question about that. And He had a great basketball team, and first time in uh since 76 the team's got a chance to get that done and I think Gonzaga will do it Jeff but Baylor's awfully good
2: I think Gonzaga will do it too but uh, uh, Baylor has a, particularly if they shoot well maybe that's always true but if they shoot well I think they've got a chance to 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 be close anyway and um, it's I think it's only about a three-point uh, difference I, I didn't look I heard it on the news yesterday. yesterday my
3: we had our Easter gathering and I asked my son I said what are the odd, uh, the, uh, sports spread? He said, I don't know. He said, what do you think? He started getting on his phone. In this mm-hmm. day and time, you can find it real quick. I said, I'm going to say three and a half. And he said it's four and a half at whatever half. site he was looking at yesterday. And it could have changed.
2: You know, you were talking about Indiana. And of course, a guy that we both know very well and worked with or far was, was with Dr. Jan Stoffer, who's no, unfortunately no longer with us, but, um, he was an assistant coach on that Indiana team. And, and, um, at least to me, when we were at Laverne together, he he uh, he he
3: defended Bobby Knight. Oh my! You know, he, oh he was a Clearly, bit. a Bobby Knight guy, and uh, we we had many debates, friendly debates. I'm proud to say, uh, and I say I grew up in Indiana. I was not a IU as a matter of, never been a big IU fan, but did pull for him some. Uh, and Bobby Knight, Jeff, the books that I read in coaching, m- much of what I did, mm-hmm. much of what I did was based on Bobby Knight's philosophy. I just tried to do it in a little bit more, what I consider, a more humane way. Uh, But uh, those that, uh, hey, you can't argue with the success he had, for sure. Well, he he had some uh,
2: that we don't need to get into, and they're probably well-known by everybody anyway. He had some personality quirks, we'll say, and some language problems, uh, certainly. And I've been a witness to this, as I assume you have as well. Uh, but to,
3: uh, have you've been to a clinic you have yeah. Yes uh,
2: Dr. Stoffer said that he thought that, um, that of course Bobby Knight was was they called him the general, as a matter of fact the didn't general they?
3: that's right uh,
2: and he was he was an expert on American generals and, and, and war. Um, but at any rate, he said that he thought that Bobby Knight had the, had the um, finest uh, eye for talent in basketball that he had ever been around. Said he could just tell. Immediately, if a kid was going to be able to play and can help him and can fit into his program, um, and uh, something that is not generally known, and uh, I, um, but according to Dr. um uh, he almost—I mean, it was close. He almost had Larry Bird. Yeah, and uh, and it didn't work out for whatever reason. I won't.
3: Do you Do you think the Bird would have stayed if he got there? I don't know. I don't know. He got. I I I don't think that would have worked. He got cussed. I think Bird Bur- probably did the right thing, going someplace else. <laughs> and he went to of course, but he went to
2: Indiana, Indiana State, State, right? Yeah, the Sycamores. Yeah, uh, and was a absolutely terrific uh, All-American there. Uh, but I don't know yes. if that would have. Worked, but can you imagine Larry Bird playing at his at his top level for Bobby Knight? That that would have
3: been pretty much impossible. Well, it it's hard to say Bird's career could have been any better than it was, but. If you get in that program and he, and he was able to stick with it and whatever, I don't know if anybody can coach somebody up to if they can put up with Bobby Knight. he'll coach him up to the best they can be, don't you think? Yes, I think that's I think that's definitely true.
2: You know, I hear that. I heard that yesterday from a from a a, a guy, uh, a, a young man that I do not know. I do not know who he was. Okay, I still don't know who he was. But he was talking to a, to a friend of mine that was sitting there with me, and. My my friend that knew him evidently and asked him was was he playing ball or was whatever and he said he's playing baseball, and he said, Oh you gave up basketball and he said yeah I said i i just gave it up I said i just i just didn't like the coach yeah and i I, I just think that's i just uh, I just don't agree with that at all. So I don't like you. So what? <laughs> you know, I mean, I, that that makes no difference,
3: really. Well, we'll think. come back to that a little bit later on. If you don't like the coach now, we know in college basketball, what in football, what can happen. Yeah. Uh, we have a caller. Jake, let's let's get to that, and then we'll take our break. Go ahead. How's it going, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, comments on what we've talked about. Well, I, I was, was going
4: to say you guys are talking about – I mean, not, you, you mean, team? you don't know no chairs. Coaching, you coach, you don't know chariots across the or anything? You said you
3: had Bobby Knight's philosophy. You didn't throw any chairs across the floor? Oh, yeah. He's oh, a, okay. stuffing people that. in trash cans. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 I, I was going uh, to say that. Though,
4: if you watch any, any uh, baseballs? I watch a little bit of the
3: Absolutely.
4: college baseball. Some college baseball. Not a lot of pro, some college stuff. But
3: uh, what did you think of that bridge clearing brawl when the car red this weekend? Well, uh, Castellanos uh Really provoked a lot of stuff. I'm a, I'm a Reds fan, but I was not really pleased with the way he held himself. But, uh, yeah, bench clearing brawl uh, that uh, no sucker punches got put in. Thankfully, nobody got hurt, I don't think. But uh, that's baseball, I guess. That's what, at least that's what I'm told.
4: Yeah, well, I was going to tell you, too, you guys were talking about the uh, the uh, what kids can do these days with the, with Mike and the coach. I heard today, I was listening to, to a show this morning uh, on the radio, and they said that over 1,200. Uh, players yeah. in the transfer portal. Yeah. To, uh, basketball for men. Did you all hear
3: about that? Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit later I, on in the show. No, I, I didn't I didn't know that, was, No, that's fine. No, of, you, you, the you uh, not out uh, of the bag for sure. We went and know that. We
4: went and watched the Raiders play this weekend. Look pretty looked pretty good in the double I went and saw uh, I know Aaron Brown's been pitching real good for him, and uh hopefully they can go to San Antonio <clears> on <home throat> when they they tied on Saturday but uh you know I guess they couldn't play all those all those innings. Uh, uh, last week I went to a game with 16 innings, so you know I guess they couldn't, uh, you know, couldn't play of all. They had to, had to get back with the curfew and stuff. But uh, I'll up listening to what you
3: guys show. Thanks. All right, thanks so much. Let's go ahead and take a break because we're gonna need to get one in, and then we'll come back and discuss all that, Jeff, and a lot more on All Sports Talk.
0: WGNS Primetime Sports.
5: Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com.
1: Coming up Tuesday on WGNS, it's Stewart's Creek at Siegel on State Farm Prep Baseball. We'll have that game for you again Tuesday night, 5.50 airtime here on WGNS for the 6 o'clock first pitch. Then join us on Wednesday for Braves at Washington 2:50 airtime on WGNS Wednesday afternoon. Thursday it's softball from Blackman Oakland at Blackman softball 6:15 airtime on WGNS. Friday the Blue Raiders open up a weekend series with UTSA on the road. Friday 545, Saturday doubleheader beginning at 145, and Sunday 1045 a.m. for the airtime. Also, you can catch up with the entire schedule at wgnsradio.com air. We've got your Braves, we've got Middle Tennessee baseball and high school softball and baseball coverage.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Jeff Jordan is here, brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin for all your financial needs.
3: Jeff, I, I, I didn't write this down in order, but uh, we've already commented on the basketball game, so let's not go there. But he asked, to watch any baseball? And I've mentioned to you that uh, the Braves, your Braves, are 0-3 right now. That's I don't think they're going to stay there. They're, they're going to do very well, but to a little bit of a shaky start, we're just warming
2: up, really. Uh, I'm not sure we knew that the season started. I think they thought we were still in the exhibition. My wife did. She said, "Are we still in the exhibition games?" I said, "No." Uh, do, you, do you know this? <laughs> I just I just got to say this because it's so awful. This. Um uh, guy that used to play for the Giants third, they call him the Panda? Yeah, yeah, big. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the Panda. Uh, well, okay, the Panda. You know his name? Pablo Sandoval. Pablo Sandoval. Well, Pablo <laughs> has a lot of trouble feeling his position, by the way, well, which he's, is third base.
3: he's working with a little bit more baggage than he should. Okay. Well,
2: he hit a home run the other day. Okay? Uh,
3: and Pablo did. Yes. And,
2: and he's a hitter. He can hit. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. And he's
2: rounding the bases at, some speed. <laughs> he's fatter than me. How can he play? How, how in the world can they sign that guy? He hadn't been a full major league baseball player in five or six years. Really? And, uh, and I, I all, have not seen him this year.
3: You say old, a, little, a little more portly than he's been A before. little
2: more. <laughs> he hadn't missed any meals. I can tell you that much. Oh me, but I did watch. Uh, I, I watched, of course, uh, some, uh, some baseball there, and then I watched uh, what proved to be. Well, baseball is a fascinating game. It really is. And I watched. I watched the Cardinals and the Reds the other day. And that, and that guy from Saturday uh, or Sunday. Uh, Saturday. Uh, it wasn't the Cardinals. It was the Angels. Okay. And uh, and and who were they? I watched high. Show Shohei Otani. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was watching him, and he, boy, that kid can play, and and when They finally, of course, he finally gave up all the tying runs that he needed to, and uh, and so he didn't get the win or the loss. I also watched the Reds play the Cardinals, and and that was fully the Reds' fault that they got into oh. an argument. You well, know? He, and he really challenged the wrong guy too. He challenged the catcher Molina from St. Louis. You don't you don't challenge him, but Molina did not
3: fight back. I'm not sure if Molina, if he was challenging him, I think he was just kind of. Having a friendly conversation, I don't know, but did you, did you see what caused it from from the Thursday game when he hit the home run and did the yeah I know did uh, dance steps around the yeah game.
2: he skipped to first base and all that stuff those guys <laughs> they don't like they don't like they want you to just go about your business and they don't want you to do anything a little bit unusual so I mean, you're not saying it was unusual that he got hit with the pitch no I wouldn't know. it was a purpose pitch as you know Tim and I, and I assume our audience does too. You can do something to somebody on May 11th and never see them again until October 1st, <laughs> and they don't forget it, Yeah, yeah. and they'll come back and get you back in baseball. Now, that's in baseball, and they, they will do that, and they talk, and they get on the news and all that kind of stuff, and before well, you know it, you've got to fight, but nobody got hit yesterday. That's correct. You were right about that. There wasn't a punch thrown. i umpire did get bumped though. one of those little. Deals, but
3: well, he when he man. put the Hulk Hogan on the guy when he slid into home. That's of course that's what really set it off. Uh, right. They were wait, kind of waiting for it to happen, and he put that move on him. And boy, there, he, there they came.
2: Well, this uh, what was his name again? The the the, the
3: guy? Castellano. C- 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 no. Nick, Nick Castellanos.
2: Castellanos. No, not him. The the pitcher that's so good. That oh, Sh-
5: Show Otani.
2: Yeah. Uh, every pitch I saw him throw, okay, was unhittable. I don't see how anybody could ever get a hit off that guy, and they did. Uh, but there was an error or two in there. He is a once-in-a-generational talent. He is,
5: if he can stay healthy.
2: Yeah, that, and that's been a problem, hasn't it? Right. But he's working out. Really, he, he had homered, also, right. uh, and he. Uh, but it was just the fifth inning. He had already thrown a hundred some odd pitches, and he was wearing down. And the manager left him in there too long. I guess you know it's easy for me to say that what he did wrong, but. Anyway, that guy he works out with the pitchers, and then he works out with the catchers and the and the and the warmups and all that kind I of like stuff. I like the way you
3: did it in high school. Yeah, exactly the way I
2: sat <laughs> on the bench and watched other people work out. But he he can he can do he can do a lot of stuff. But in that time play, and maybe you can answer this for me because I don't know that I'd seen this happen. It was it was uh, two outs, runner first, runner second and third, and. He, count of three and two on the batter and he throws a, a an unhittable pitch and the guy sure enough he swings he misses and he gets by the catcher mm-hmm. okay well of course there's nobody on first so he go uh, so he can go and he goes well the catcher now that we've got three outs now but we got to get that we got to get this guy out sure, right for sure. four outs so <laughs> the catcher retrieves the ball and while he's retrieving the ball, the runner from third scores. Sure. And he throws it to first. Well, he only overthrew him by maybe six or eight, ten feet. I don't know. It wasn't too bad. I mean, you know. Uh, and right fielder, somebody, second baseman. Sounds like
3: you got a good grasp of this thing for so far.
2: <laughs> somebody, well, the runner on second never stops. He's pouring around there, you know. And, he, and they throw to the plate. Well. I don't want to say the throw was too high, but if he'd been maybe 10 feet tall, he could have caught it. He jumped, and the pitcher, it's the pitcher, the pitcher catches the ball, but the runner slides underneath him and upends the pitcher. Sure. Now, I'm just wondering, um, if the first baseman had caught the ball, that run would not have counted, right? If he had scored before, before, that's my question. If he had scored before the,
3: out was made at first. Out was made at first. Since that- it's a force out play at first base, he would, it, the run would not have counted. That's what I thought. Now, had there been a, a tag play, yep. he was going from first to second, and they had to tag him to get him out, then it, all, it would have counted. So we're on the same wavelength. Okay. And we can be corrected, but I'm, I'm almost positive. I don't that. even
2: know who won the game. That was 3-3. He got the next guy out. After, after disaster after disaster had struck, Then the manager goes out and
3: takes out the pitcher. So, I don't know. Chip Walters is going to come up and uh, get get us up to date, I'm sure, on Middle Tennessee baseball. The team's got a chance to be pretty good. They've got really good pitching taking place. Doing well. Doing pretty well. We'll get with Chip right after this on All Sports Talk.
0: waking up to the wake-up brew here's what you've been missing news traffic weather and fun (laughs) don't miss the wake-up brew with john brian and dalton news traffic weather and fun weekday mornings from 6 until swap and shop Good afternoon, it's busy, but it's still moving.
1: 24 east coming over from Davidson County in and through Rutherford County. Short stopping of delays out here up and down Broad Street. No surprise, really, to see a busy 231 headed back out towards Shelbyville. You never know, and you might need these guys. Free at last, Bell Bonding. Serving Davidson, Williamson, and especially Rutherford County. I'm Commander Chuck with we'll your on-time traffic listen live to wgns radio on our website and alexa or google devices search wgns radio for on-demand podcasts in itunes google play spotify and stitcher plus we have direct links to podcasts at wgnsradio.com
0: with the service you get from state farm you might think our car insurance costs more i'm state farm agent bud morris give me a call at six one five 893-1417 893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40% you may find it even costless. less. At State Farm when home and auto works as a team you score and save money. I'm State Farm agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and
1: I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions and helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more
0: than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more.
1: there Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports.
0: 8, 30. 8, 30. It's time. Show your... Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's start with Blue Raider football.
6: In beautiful weather, finally let Middle Tennessee hold its first scrimmage of the spring this past Saturday. The Blue Raiders were hoping to scrimmage last week, but of course those heavy rains forced them to cancel. And finally getting the chance to go through some game situations was cause for plenty of excitement around Floyd Stadium. The controlled scrimmage included 85 plays with situations like third downs, red zone, and a full drive from the offense's 25-yard line. Offensively, the three quarterbacks switching in and out First-team reps included redshirt juniors Chase Cunningham and Bailey Hockman. Hockman, of course, the transfer from North Carolina State, and redshirt sophomore Mike Delello each had good moments. Hockman got most of the snaps, finishing 11 for 18 with two touchdowns and 140 yards. Cunningham, 6 for 10 for 57 yards and two touchdowns, and Delello completed six of seven throws for 67 yards and a touchdown and added another score on an untouched 32-yard run. Senior Jimmy Marshall caught three passes for 50 yards to lead the wideouts, and though the offense had a few too many penalties, mainly offsides, new offensive coordinator Brent Deerman was satisfied with how the group looked. Defensively, there were some things defensive coordinator Scott Schaefer would like to see more fine-tuned. There's several linebackers and defensive backs who aren't taking part in some or all of spring drills, giving some younger guys a chance to see significant reps. Middle is currently halfway through spring with just a couple of weeks Left Stockstill wants to see his team build on what's been going on good so far this spring. All right, turning to baseball in a hard-fought game on both sides of the field, the Blue Raider baseball team tied with Rice nine to nine in the series finale on Saturday. This was the seventh extra inning game for the Blue Raiders this year, and uh, and, and the first tie for Middle since April 15th of 2018, which was also against the Rice Owls. And a little side note, Rice has had two ties in 80 years of baseball, and they have both been against Middle. The Blue Raiders jumped on board in the bottom of the third inning with a walk and a pair of singles, and Brett Coker's knock to left brought in J.T. Mabry. The Blue Raiders had a one to nothing lead. The game went down to the bottom of the ninth. Middle had a chance to win. Questionable call at the plate. Uh, depends on who you ask, but it sure looked like The Raiders had scored the game-winning run, but it ended up going 12 innings until the curfew came in. Uh, There was a 5.30 curfew. You could not start an inning after 5.30 because Rice had an 8.05 flight to catch back to Houston. So after 12 innings, it was 9-9, and that was your ballgame. The Blue Raiders take two out of four. Uh, They win two, lose one, and tie one. The Blue Raiders head to UTSA this weekend to take on a heavy hitting uh, UTSA ball club in uh, softball. Middle Tennessee's offense picked up where it left on on Friday but as game four between the Blue Raiders and Charlotte progressed the 49ers held on to a slim lead and claimed a Conference USA opening series win over Middle Tennessee by a score of 6-4. to four. This week the road portion of Middle Tennessee's home and home with Jacksonville State will take place Tuesday afternoon as the Blue Raiders wrap up a six game road swing and hope to get back in the win column. This will be game 31 for the uh, softball team as uh, they are now 15 and 15 on the year. Final note, Middle Tennessee sophomore Courtney Whitson has been honored as the Conference USA Spirit of Service recipient after helping the Lady Raiders to the 2021 League Championship. The award honors one student athlete from each of the league's 14 members with significant community service endeavors, good academic standing, and participation in their sport. So congratulations to Courtney Whitson, the Conference USA Spirit of Service recipient for March. All right, that's it for today. We'll have more for you coming up
3: on another update tomorrow. Jeff, Jim, Toman's team, uh, a pretty good start. It's just above 500, I guess. Uh, four and three and one. Is that what figures out yeah. to me? They're playing four game series going to San Antonio. Uh, and that. The business of playing four games in a doubleheader on Saturday, Jeff, is it's just different than what you'd normally see in college baseball. You you better have a lot of pitching, right?
2: You surely had. That's correct. Uh, and we're off to a good start, d- d- doing well. But we've done that before. Yeah. And our pitching fell apart. I I've got a feeling maybe it's not going to happen this year. I, I think, think that, all right.
3: I think that's going to be the case. Of course, high school baseball, softball, all that's uh, rock and roll. Now, Jake, give give us the schedule one more time, and then we'll take our break.
5: All right. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> So today we have Siegel and Stewarts Creek that's in softball. Tomorrow we have Stewarts Creek and Siegel in baseball. Wednesday we have Rockvale Riverdale in baseball. and Thursday we have Oakland Blackman softball. Today and Thursday's game, airtime is 6:15 and tomorrow and Wednesday airtime is at 5:50. Does Brian Baird
3: have a day job?
2: Uh, well, yes. As a matter of fact, he
3: does. <laughs> I'm telling you, I mean, four baseball games after putting in a grueling day here at the at the sweatshop called WDN. Wait a minute now! <laughs> you said
2: job, I don't know about this sweatshop thing. Uh, also, he can send Dinkins if
3: he needs to, and it's all right. Well, they got beautiful weather right now to yeah. play through. That's for sure. You're gonna get what about uh sixty percent really good days and. 30% really bad days and about 10% they fall somewhere in the middle. Yeah,
2: as, as Brian will tell you, we, uh, when he and I were working together, which we did a lot, uh, man, we had we had some nights I questioned my choice of, <laughs> of where I was. Um, I remember one night at Blackman, I thought it was going to snow. I mean, but, you know, we did a game, and um,
3: okay, it worked out all right. Opening day in Detroit, it did snow, as a matter of fact. I mean, it really snowed. It, uh, there, yeah. It, sometimes you see, I've seen spitting snow, but I'm not sure I saw Snow to the degree that they had in Detroit. Now, it didn't pile up in the outfield, thank goodness, but they had some bat old snowflakes coming in. And they,
2: and they played the game.
3: You see the, the call uh, where the player hit the ball over the fence for a home run and nobody saw it. Right. He didn't see it. I don't think the umpires did. They th- weren't sure if it bounced over the fence or I guess the left fielder probably saw it, but outside of that.
2: Was, what was funny about it was he slid into second. He thought there was going to be a throw, and he he, he slid the second, <laughs> and the ball had left the ballpark about two, or three seconds before that. <laughs> he laughed, got up, ran the rest. You know, of the if, they,
3: if they play with the yellow baseball, that would be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's come back. We I want to talk about a subject that uh, is, is going to change the face of college sports, or our, and already has. I think that uh, I want to get Jeff look take a look at the uh, portal and the transfer situation that's got going on. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Mm-hmm.
0: Whether you need general vehicle upkeep
1: and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014.
6: kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Peach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living 895-3002 or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5 FM 101.9 AM 1450 Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com Jeff Jordan with me today on All Sports Talk. Jeff, brought to you by
3: Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services with uh, Edward Jones here in the in the city. Jeff, I hope you enjoyed a nice Easter. I'm sure you did.
2: Very much so, and I, I have to say too, we we have a great grandson now, and uh, and he is he is a delight. He really is, and he is so funny. Even though he doesn't necessarily intend to be, he just he, is. He's four years old. He's mean, four years old. That's, that's the way it be, works. Before this summer. And uh, he's just uh, full of himself and full of life, and doesn't have a problem in the
3: world. Well, we had a five-year-old at our place, uh, and, she, and she rules the roost, as you can imagine. Everything r- 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 spins around her, and she is quite entertaining. I will say that she's quite entertaining, a lot of a lot of fun. We had and enjoyed church service yesterday, first time we'd been in a good while, and as things began to open up, and enjoyed being back with that uh, Jeff. The portal. The transfer portal that has yet to become official that they can transfer without penalty one time. But that's going to be the case, don't you? It's yes. pretty clear that's going to happen that way. Uh, Jake had mentioned on air, and I heard the same thing, that there's approximately 5,000 men's basketball players on the 300-some-odd rosters, and 25% or thereabouts is, are on the transfer portal. It, it, changes, it changes everything. I'm not sure if it's for the good or the bad. I, for those of us that are of our age and our ilk, and I think our first impression is it's not good for the game. Well, now, we'll just have to wait and really see if it, if it it just changes, and we'll have to get used to it, and it'll all work itself out. But right now, it's a little scary to me.
2: That there's so many things that that we're in the middle of or the beginning of that 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 could change college sports, and one of them. Really could change high school sports. As a matter of fact, we, without mentioning any names, we've already seen this in the state of Tennessee, where a player has a great junior year and decides not to play their senior year because they've signed their they, they they've they've signed somewhere and they're just not gonna play yeah their senior year. Well, I, I think that's a very bad idea, but it's perfectly legal. We've also had a situation that we're just kind of getting into this now. And I'm not necessarily. I guess I'm kind of for this, but um, where players can benefit by their picture and whatnot sure. being, you know. Uh, and I think uh, that's true in some states now. Um, and everybody's got to follow along, Tim. But really, they really will because of if a player finds out that they cannot benefit at one state and and they can benefit in another well they won't they won't go to the state and sure. play um and it, as i guess the our audience is aware before now i know this is a lengthy answer and maybe not really an answer to your question but to uh up to this point so far coaches have had the Real advantage of being able to leave, change jobs, do whatever they wanted to do, yeah. and and make more money, and blah blah blah, and the player can't do much of anything. Not payly, or, no, it's very, or, or it's, it's, sitting out of years. Yeah, or it's very difficult for them to do so. Well, n- now that's no longer true. Um, evidently, this this portal thing is going to work. I, I guess it'll work. It'll work somehow. I don't know how necessarily, but it makes it really hard on on coaches, and players just for whatever reason deciding that, that they're just going to change teams and see what else is out there,
3: like they're a free agent, because really they are. To some degree, and, and uh, I, I used the word recruiting your own kids, but that, I think that's what coaches are going to end up needing to do, is recruit their own kids back to the ball club, I guess. I'm not sure how overtly they'll do that, but surely. Uh, it's got to change some things about what you do. in with your kids coaching-wise. Uh, the term coaching them hard is something you're, you're familiar with for sure. Uh, I don't think you can take a, a, a coach that coaches kids hard and change them and, and turn them into a pillow and I'm not suggesting they should. But if you're going to coach them hard, you better make sure you got some kids that can take it even more so now than ever before. Bobby Knight falls in that category, for example.
2: Well, we've, we've kind of skirted around this before and said it before that some of the coaches that were – So well known when you and I were younger, uh, and were were very, very successful. Very likely couldn't coach today, sure, um, because they'd be in jail. I guess (laughs) Um, Bear Bryant would be one of them. I mean, you know, if he sure, and I'm a big admirer of his. But at any rate, uh, uh, it's it's a difficult, it's a different situation. And fear if it was a perfect world, let's just say it was a perfect world, which it's not. A player would come out of high school, and and look like to a number of coaches that they were capable of playing college ball. We'll say basketball. And so, where do you want to go? Well, you want to go where, where you can get good academics. You mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's believe me. You better because you only got two knees and you could use, lose either one of them and you'd be out on your ear. Yeah. So you better go with as good academics um, and and then you want to go somewhere where the coaching and coaching staff would develop you and your talents and and work you into a team and and you would stay there four years and hopefully you would excel and do well and perhaps you know win something. Uh, that, that would be great. Well those those days are evidently over. Uh, you, you, you come out and you sign somewhere. And I was just amazed at this, uh, at this, some of this, these tournament games when the announcers are talking about the players, you know, that. Sure. That, and gosh, they've been everywhere. A lot of those guys have had two teams or three schools that they went to. And uh, maybe sometimes it's junior college, I would agree. But, but most of the time, they were, you know, one major school, and then suddenly they showed up at another one a couple of years later. I mean, it's just an amazing thing. And I, I think it's 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 very, very difficult. You said recruit your own players? Yes, I'm, I'm afraid that's right. And I think that's uh, when you don't challenge a player to do better and, and – whatever you're trying to get them to do, and they take that wrong that, you know, you don't like them or you're whatever, you're being very hard on them or trying to run them off or whatever. It becomes very hard to build team chemistry with that kind of person.
3: Kind of stuck her toe in the water with graduate transfers that's been going on, what, five or six years now, where if you graduated school, you were allowed to go ahead and transfer to another school and play. And, and Middleton has received some, some good players that direction. And also this year, Jeff, because of COVID, that you get an extra year, year of eligibility, so you got, you've got you got a roster of players that you can get to come back if you want them to. If you're a coach and you don't want the guy to come back, what do you do? I mean, you'll be Mr. Nasty and just say, Son, it just ain't gonna work. You got to, don't you? Yes,
2: I would think you'd have to. Um, it's or it, daughter, it, I shouldn't say, yeah, or daughter. Well, as, as you said, I, I don't think maybe people really understand that the, the, this year's eligibility rules. Of If a player is a junior, they're a junior next year, too, as far as eligibility you get, for basketball. You got,
3: typically, you have five years to play four. There you go. Now you got six years to play There you four, go. Or five. Or four. Is Five? Can you play five. five years? Five. Yeah. I believe.
2: That's right. I think you're right. Because this year was a free week because of the pandemic, which is really kind of crazy. Which, which makes
3: recruiting <laughs> high school kids a little more difficult because how many kids can you deal with?
2: It's there, everybody comes back. Um, uh, you don't. do no You don't graduate anybody. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you do. Um, I, I boy, it, it's a, it's a different world out there than it used to be, and it's going to be it's going to be more different too, uh, as as we get into this. Really, I think.
3: Well, I'm trying my best to keep an open mind and recognize the change is part of what goes on. And there's been times that things have changed that I thought at the time it would be worse. The three point shot, for example. The, the true purist back in, what, early 80s? Is that when it came into play, mid-80s, something like that? Yeah. Saw the ABA with the, the tricolored basketball, you know, and using a three-point shot and thought, this is a circus. That rule will never work. It shouldn't work. This, You know, ABA just, you know, is, is a bit of a joke. But well, the three-point shot, Jay, Jeff, has changed basketball. It has. Even the, even me uh, at the time said, I'm not sure if I like this rule. I'm not sure I'd if Giddy Potts couldn't hit a three-pointer, I'm not sure that I would like Giddy Potts nearly as much.
2: Well, <laughs> oh, my goodness, Giddy, I tell you what, I, I miss him, don't you? I do, too. <laughs> I, uh, I, I agree with you. I was very, uh, well, hazy on the three-pointer. I just didn't, I don't know. I, I just didn't care too much for it, really. But uh, coaches quickly learned uh uh, how they could how they could use it. It did bring the guard play back in and the, the, the long range shooting, and and I have noticed as I'm sure you have. We've talked about it before. Shooting from three is getting better and better. Oh yes, uh, I'm I mean, gonna tell you
3: what. In, on the girl side, it's been really good for a long time.
2: Uh, that's correct. That's right. And we, we've gone from you know, 25% to, we're, we're in the high thirties and sometimes the forties. Sure. Uh, and when you start shooting 40% from three, you, Do if, the math. If, if you're my player, you better be hoisting it up there a lot because, <laughs> 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 because that's a pretty good percentage. Sure. So, and I, I, I agree with you about the basketball uh, and the ABA and all that kind of stuff, but you know, the first year the leagues merged. And they had the all-star team. Half the starters were from the ABA. <laughs> yeah. And they had just gotten into the NBA. Um, and, of course, they uh, brought the three-pointer with them. And uh, it's, it's I, I think, something the NBA, I think the NBA needs to do one thing. And I bet people would really get probably upset with me for saying this. Maybe, I don't know. But they need to drop that 24-second clock and put it back at 30. They're they're well, really.
3: Which is the the next thing that changed in college basketball that that was quite a big change. Putting a shot clock. The four, four corners offense of Dean Smith no longer in play.
2: Boy, that thing was annoying, wasn't it? It was. But it paid off for him. It was. And he he had five guys that could handle the ball and five guys that could take it to the basket.
3: And frustrate and, the other team.
2: Oh, drives you crazy! And they're out there dribbling around and nothing happens.
3: <laughs> so life changes. That's yeah, what, that's what that's what I'm trying to say. This this too I hope we survive, but life's gonna change. It's sure surest thing that you have it's, it's not gonna stay the same.
2: I remember uh, uh, at Las Casas, uh, uh, a good friend of mine, Bobby Gardner, who you know well, sure, and, and his boys played out there, and Josh, they were both long range shooters. And and when that when that rule came in of the three-pointer and the three-point line and everything, Josh is down there literally in the gym stepping it off to see how far <laughs> I was <laughs> so he could shoot from there, which he frequently I know, he did. I know we
3: need to take a break, but I know you'll remember this name, Freddie Allen, who played for z oh, yeah. And yeah. We've all marveled at what, what it might have been like. Freddie. Was launching them from downtown for <laughs> for two, but, yeah. But he brought he brought range with some of those shots.
2: Well, you were you around when Jay Cole
3: played out there? I was not. Uh, he was
2: he was that kind of player, and he horse it from anywhere, and did, frequently did. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it, it hit a bunch of. Them, oh uh, yeah. My understanding. All right, yeah. we did get that break in. We'll be right back.
1: meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki from News Radio WGNS with a reminder that you can download the Weatherology app on your phone for the forecast at your fingertips. We can even send weather bulletins to your cell phone. Download the Weatherology app today. It's free in the App Store.
6: Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine, plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip.
1: Good afternoon, it's busy, but it's still moving 24 east, coming over from Davidson County in and through Rutherford County. Short stopping of delays out here up and down Broad Street. No surprise, really, to see a busy 231 headed back out towards Shelbyville. You never know, and you might need these guys. Free at last, Bell bonding. Serving Davidson, Williamson, and especially Rutherford County. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic.
2: We do it your way yeah. Sir Pizza.
1: You can order Murphy Spurls' favorite pizza online, sirpizzatn.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at sirpizzatn.com.
0: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at wgnsradio.com. This portion of All
3: Sports Talk is brought to you by First Bank. Banks all over the state of Tennessee. Right here in Murfreesboro. Great service with friendly smiles at First Bank. Encourage you to give them a shot at any banking needs that you have that'll take care of you in great shape. Jeff you're staring at this schedule like I, I need to know something that's on it.
2: Well I'm just I'm looking at where the where the brace are. Uh and they're in Washington tonight, aren't they? Is that correct?
5: They were supposed to play this afternoon. It oh. got canceled oh. due to yeah, we the we just Nationals- about got nixed
3: from this this deal today, I think. The
5: Nationals had a uh, COVID outbreak over the weekend. That canceled their series with the Mets. So tomorrow, I believe it's tomorrow, they will play a single game. Okay. No, yeah, they will play a single game tomorrow and a doubleheader on Wednesday.
3: Have you noticed, by the way, in the stands that there are more than cardboard cutouts now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, They're not letting the stadium be full, but they're letting some folks in. I think they announced 11,000 at Cincinnati game with St. Louis on Sunday.
2: Well, I'm I'm stunned that anything possibly could go wrong in Washington D.C. I I, <laughs> I don't understand. It's our nation's capital, uh, and but tonight we got softball. We got uh, uh, Siegel is hosting. Uh, no to Siegel. Stewart's Creek hosts Siegel tonight. Okay, that's that's that ought to be good. Well, we got some good softball around here. We do. We've got some good softball teams and good baseball teams.
3: And by golly, spring likely to happen, right? I think so. It should and. Uh... Hopefully, things will work their way out there uh, with that. They've got uh, another three days, looks like, of really good weather. Thursdays might be a little bit difficult, maybe. But uh, right now, this is just uh, this Florida weather. It is. San Diego it, weather. Yeah, right it, it is. It's, it's really quite we nice. We get about five of them in, in the year, but...
2: I want I want to say something. Just two things, real quick. Sure. And I and I forgot both of them, and I almost didn't get them in. One, the baseball card show this coming Saturday at Lighthouse Christian School starts at eight o'clock. Other thing I wanted to say is while I was while we were talking to him, I wanted to compliment to Jeff Neal on his work for the Post. He
3: he, he does a great job covering whatever they send him out to cover. You know that paper has and, come come a long way. Oh, since yeah. Since the beginning and stages and. Seem to be on solid footing. I don't keep up with the, all the financials with whatever, but uh, apparently they've got things in pretty good shape. They're part of a conglomerate now. There's, there's a Murfreesboro Post, per se, in lots of cities.
2: Thirteen, I think, uh, uh, newspapers are in that conglomerate, I believe. And, and, and a disclaimer, my, my grandson Jake w- works for them some, some. He's not right now. He's in a, um, uh, an internship. At, uh, at, at a place that you really would like to be, MBA, and is working in physical therapy down there, and, and weight rooms, and things of that nature. Well, he's, so, he's he's part of that Jordan money. Well, I don't know about that, uh, <laughs> but he he does graduate uh, next month, and it's it's a pretty exciting time for him. He's really enjoyed it.
3: Well, uh, we're looking forward to graduation. Speaking of, of what we hope can take place in in a pretty n- normal kind of a way, we're not sure they're, they're going to. Graduate outside at Segal High School. I know that for sure, which is not what typically been. But, Jeff, I'm not sure they'll go back to Murphy Center. Don't know. It's hard I to say. I don't have any idea. I, I guess if they get rained on this year, they might go back. At, you know, that's, that's the one thing that just kind of which you on pins and needles if you get a weather forecast thunder thundershowers.
2: Well, Rock Vale was in the gym because he only had about 130, yeah. you yeah. know, and, and, when, and this year it'll be triple that. So they'll have to figure out something. Riverdale, these are the only two I went to. Riverdale was on the field. And it was a beautiful night and a really a beautiful uh, uh, event. It really was great. Um, now, whether other teams are going to do that or other schools are going to do that or not, I don't have any idea. Um, I did watch a little bit of Middles where they had, it, they had it in the stadium and the camera was on each individual. Yeah. And um, I don't know that I cared that much for that, but it
3: worked <laughs> out all right, I guess. All right, Jeff, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, Monty in tomorrow for All Sports Talk. Thanks for listening.
1: All sports talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Woman, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamon Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.